tune in weekly to the Piper Carter podcast with Piper Carter for a conscious take on music, arts, politics, and fashion. The founder of We Found Hip Hop has a say on what you should know about culture with a balanced conscience. You're listening to the My Hair is Natural podcast on the Detroit is Different podcast network. Thank you for tuning in to My Natural Hair Podcast. I'm Markeisha. I'm LaDonna Sims. And we're Hair Goals 313, located 16824 Kershaw Avenue, Gross Point, Michigan. Um, we're also on Instagram and Facebook, so you can also hit up, up on there. And also um, Hair Goals 313 at gmail.com. Yes. So today um, we want to discuss uh, getting prepared for the fall, um, making sure that we get um, the things we need in our refrigerators and uh, getting our kids to have, or all of us doing it together, uh, eating better to um, not get colds and to uh, live a healthier life. Right. So today we'll be talking about herbs that we can use to protect us. and we can, we're going to be discussing um, different meals that you can make that last long, especially in the wintertime. Mm-hmm. Um, so Markeisha is going to be basically covering more of the alkaline vegan. Um, with me, I will be just talking about some of the things we can do, uh, just being vegan, vegetarian, uh, electric. So we do know that these are three different ways of eating. Um, the Dr. Sabi way to um, alkaline is very uh, challenging for, for people that, it's not really challenging, but we can just give you the options for you to choose right um it's not as hard as um it's not as hard as the same once we yeah. it's, it's preparation <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. just the electric alkaline just that name right there is kind of intimidating but yes. when you see the list you'd be like okay i can work this out or as most people say that that's a limited list. it's a limited list but yes. um it's really like your dog or everybody doesn't have to have a lot of variety but in, in reality it's a lot this is a, a variety and it's a variety of ways of cooking right meals yeah because we um just like animals and they do the do and eat the same things every day you know um different um cultures they eat the same way every day you know they don't switch up so um there's a little things that you could do to get your refrigerator prepped up um for the week I like to keep a lot of tomatoes, onions, peppers, mushrooms. Um, Those are electric alkaline approved. Um, There's also a list that you could look up on the Dr. Sabi website to find all the electric alkaline approved um, vegetables and fruits and herbs and um, grains. So you could also look that up. But like I said, I like keeping those items in the refrigerator because I can make a variety of... um, Spaghetti. Kids love spaghetti. Um, just have a lot of vegetables in it. Kids love vegetables. I normally prep a uh, Roma tomato sauce once a week, and it's very easy, um, especially if your um, tomatoes are organic. You don't have to peel the, <clears throat> the, the, skin, the off. skin off. You just wash your tomatoes, you dice them up, and you put them in a blender just with the skin on if they're organic. And you blend them all up, and then you add your, your seasoning to it and blend it some more and then you just simmer it for like an hour or two. Um, oh, with that being said, mm-hmm. okay, so Markeisha, I, I like the fact that you were talking about the, Dr. Savy have, um, let's talk about um, the the um, the herbs that he mm-hmm. used, the ones that, the seasoning, so you can use the on, onion powders and getting all the powders. Yes. Because I noticed that me, when I buy all these produce, 
it, I have to know what I'm making. So I think I would it would it would be good for you when you go get your produce, like know that you're going to be cooking this this day or within the week. Because I noticed that when I stock up onions, we can stock up on. It, it takes a while for them to. If you're going to be eating constantly using these, uh, they they will be moving. Mm -hmm. But me being single, me buying pr produce mm -hmm. all the time, it usually goes dead. Mm -hmm. So what we can do is kind of like get you on the, um, you know, when you're making a potato salad right. or something like that. But like you say, the onions and potatoes take long. But when you buy produce in bulk. When you buy produce in bulk, you want to uh, pick a day where you can make a, a whole bunch of sauce yes. up. Um, if you buy a whole bunch of onions and you um, you want to make, because with the electric alkaline and most vegan um, dishes, you have to pre-saute your vegetables and then, because some of the breads don't cook as long as regular bread. Mm -hmm. um, pre-saute it up you can always freeze it I like freezing it and then just pulling it out yeah we and, used to do that back in the day yeah. so yes when we get our produce and you know what you're going to make you can chop your things up that can be something the kids could do mm -hmm. as well and bag the because mm -hmm. the, um, the, you're going to be using bell peppers you're right. gonna, for mostly all of the all the items bell peppers onions the tricolor peppers Mushrooms, a variety of mushrooms, all of them are approved except for the shiitake mushroom. Um, you have to look up why that's not approved, but it's Cremini's are <clears throat> they're okay. they're approved. Everything but the shiitake mushroom is um, approved on the list. So um, you're going to be using all those things. Squash, I like putting um, salads on my pizza, and the kids like it too. Um, um, so you're making the spelt bread or whatever um, yeah. grain you choose to, yes. flour you choose. Mm -hmm. so. I normally make spelt because it's it it's tastes mostly the best. Because right. you said the garbanzo beans, you use those for other dishes, savory dishes. Yeah. Okay. So um, and then and with garbanzo the, beans is part of hummus, right? Yes. Is that the same family? Um, yes, you can make hummus out of um, garbanzo beans. Okay. <clears throat> you can make a lot of stuff out of garbanzo beans and. Um, Kids like the um, chickpea um, uh, burgers. Burgers, yep. yeah, chickpea burgers. You could also incorporate um, whatever is on the list. I like making a chickpea kale soup with yeah. a lot of vegetables in it, and that will last for like a week or so in the refrigerator. Um, you can also pair that with a sandwich. Um, I like, because it's so simple to make a, a bread or a flatbread. Kids love that. and With them helping too, because yeah. when I was in the kitchen with you making them, and you had that little cute little roller, mm -hmm. and we had them balled up. I mean, it's like, mm -hmm. once you start doing it and you see the creativity, it just seems like the hardest part is having the stuff there and getting the energy to do it. Right. But once you do it, it seems to be very empowering. You can just play with it because now Marquisha when she first started we just make the spelt but now she's flavoring the dough with the and playing with the different seasonings that uh, that are uh, Dr. Savory approved mm -hmm. but even when you not doing a Dr. Savory approved I mean you also have the beans for people right. that um, that still like transitioning from meat and you are, are wanting to use beans and I can tell you uh, Marquisha could explain why we, that Dr. Savy say that we shouldn't use beans, but we can still, you know, like I do kidney beans, or and I um, make a, 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 a get a no beef no beef bouillon cube or no chicken bouillon cube, and then put it inside the uh, the crock pot, and I have my beans and have my my rice or grain, and, mm -hmm. and the rice cooker is really good too. So when I cook the black rice, because it was hard for me to make the wild rice myself. I don't I think what the problem was I didn't do the soaking yes. overnight. And 
the grain tastes different than a rice. And mm. I've been off of brown rice, and I was kind of like, I slipped back into jasmine rice. But mm-hmm. at the end of the day, those are some, like, beans and salads uh, are good. Um, mm-hmm. You can put beans in your salad and make it filling, you know. But salads, another thing, kids like that, kids too. Kids like salad. Kids like dip. Um, there's a good dip that you can make. It's um, <clears throat> like a... a it's like a ranch dip, but it's made out of hemp seeds. Mm. So um, it's oh, one cup of hemp seeds, um, a tablespoon of dill, a tablespoon of sea salt, oh, a tea, a tea, half a teaspoon of sea salt, <clears throat> a tablespoon of onion powder, and then some sparkling water. I like to use the sparkling water because it makes it more creamier than just using regular spring water. Yeah, you also said that the sparkling water has also works as a, a riser yeah. when you... um making bread and dough. Mm-hmm. Oh, and we also have... She has an awesome recipe for Sprite. That was one of my favorite uh, yes. sodas in the um, back in the day. So um, Markeisha had did a... Um, an event at the O'Hara Gardens. She had did a vegan uh, a, a dinner, and I had assisted with her, like just helped her uh, put the get things together. And she had that hemp seed dressing that you put on the salad, and it was just like it wasn't ranch, but it was like you get the creaminess and everything. Mm-hmm. But then we had the we we called it Sprite, but she used um, San Pellegrino sparkling water, and then we had limes, key limes, the small ones that, and, and then we had the agave. And when we shook all of that together, it was like, oh my God, this is very like Sprite. Or yeah. Yeah. yeah, and you can also um, incorporate that into getting your kids off of the soda because kids love soda because they like that sweet. Um, you can also add, um, blend up some cherries or whatever um, approved um, fruit like peaches, you know, um, blend up a little um, puree and add that to the soda as well so they can have a different soda. Um, I like making ice cream also. Um, kids love ice cream. You can make popsicle sticks with uh, um, blended fruit. I like using peaches, cherries, mango, and hemp seeds. Hemp seeds kind of make um, you just need hemp seeds in your in, in your your cabinet because you can make a variety of things of hemp seeds uh, with hemp seeds. Um, so I add the hemp seeds to the um, fruit. And sparkling water and some agave to make it a little bit more sweet than the fruit is. And then just freeze it. You do have to thaw it out for like 10 minutes before you can scoop it. That's like with regular traditional ice cream anyway. You you know, sometimes it gets so hard you can't scoop it. But kids love that. Or you could put it in a popsicle stick um, container and freeze it and they can have that. So, and just incorporate, making your kids, you know, come in the kitchen and, and learning. So they know how to make these dishes and these dishes are especially the ice cream they have they do have to use a blender but with assistance of you know a parent they could you can make that happen and when they get a little bit older they could um, pretty much do it on their own yeah, and I mean, and another thing is, like, you can't really compete with the kids. That's why we have to kind of control the palate um, or even calm down the palate if they already been on, on um, sugary stuff because of the things that I'm telling you that we like is, you know, we've been off of a certain diet for a while. So if your kid has been used to sugary colored candy things, mm-hmm. it might take a while for them to, mm-hmm. you know, you might have to add a little bit more agave, right. you know, or whatever, but mm-hmm. for the most part, uh, you know, you want to try to get the sugar and, and back off of that and control the sugar with, with more um, 
live fruits and mm-hmm. vegetables. That's uh, I mean, fruits and stuff that are approved through uh, Dr. Sebi or. You know, apples and stuff, making apple juices and smoothies. Because as you know, when you get a smoothie, if your smoothie is sugary, then that's not the smoothie place. Like, I mean, unless they had really good, you know, we have uh, good strawberries, Mm -hmm. we have sweet watermelon. Mm -hmm. But to have a syrupy smoothie, Mm -hmm. that's counteracting. Right. You know what I mean? So what you really want to do is... I mean, when, when fruit get older, it gets even more sugary. Right. So if you get it before it's, like, rotten or whatever, you can blend things and it'll, it'll be sugary. Like, you know, grapes are very sugary. Like, they have a nice sweetness to it. And if it doesn't, it's sour, then, you know, that's not what you want to use. But it's it's important for us to um, control the palate of the kid, keep right. it away from the candy and the colorful, uh, the fake coloring, because it's cancerous things in those fake coloring things. It really is. Mm-hmm. So you really want to be careful careful with reading yeah. the labels and trying to be more hands-on on making your own thing. So this stuff that we're talking about is like you really are prepping your own food, cutting your own food. It's not pre-done for you. Mm-hmm. You, you actually... And with children, um, I have four children of my, my own. Um, they're um, young adults now, so they're not children. But I noticed, and I paid attention, and um, um, that's why I'm able to you know, give people advice about their children. Um, children get to a certain age when they're like three or four when they really don't want to eat because their body is in tune. They don't want all the meat. They don't want all the cheese. Um, they tend to be um, picky eaters because they are like right on point on what they're supposed to do. We kind of force feed them um, the diet that we are. Like, don't get up until you eat that chicken. They don't want the chicken. They just want some some vegetables. Or sometimes the body lets you know when you're supposed to eat. And kids be right on point. Like, they're not eating. No, they don't want to eat. You don't have to eat every single day. Um, with that being said, another thing um, you should do is invest in a good dehydrator. <clears throat> you can make so many good snacks that will last for years um, with a dehydrator. You can make mango chips. You can make um, burl banana chips. You can, um, and when you do the burl banana, you can only find those at Asian markets or Spanish markets. When they're not ripe, they taste just like potato chips. So you can make mashed potatoes with that as well. But you can also dehydrate, dehydrate them when they're not ripe and make a potato chip and sprinkle some sea salt on it and there you go. Um, also, like I said, the dehydrated items last for years. Um, just label them, you know, and it does take uh, hours for dehydration to occur, but you can make so many good snacks for the kids. Um, you can even make like lasagnas and things like that in a um, dehydrator, vegetarian lasagnas. <clears throat> So I think um, a dehydrator is very good to have in your household. Um, There's a a lot of them on the market. I say the ones, the cheap ones, you don't want. You want to invest at least $150 or more on your your dehydrator and at least have like four or five trays so you could really, you know, get stuff done. Um, Another thing is getting cold outside. Um... The kids are back in school, so there's, like, germs everywhere. It's important to have your kids, you know, take off, take off their school clothes, you know, get those in a hamper so they could get washed and so they're not um, 
getting germs to the rest of the family. There's a good recipe for elderberries, um, for elderberry syrup, and that's a more holistic way instead of doing the, the cough syrup that has the alcohol in it and other stuff that you can't pronounce. So with the elderberry, um, they have like a blood cleansing um, benefit. Look it up. Elderberries are just very good for the body. We can do it as a tea <clears throat> as well, yeah. and we can... You can use it as a... Could you buy elderberry as a... It's, it's an herb, right? It's not a, actually a berry. It's a berry, yeah. So you could um, grind it up or you could buy it in a powder form as well. Um, I really like buying a lot of stuff off uh, Amazon and um, just look at the reviews. You want to make sure stuff is right. We also, and I know I'm getting deep into this and I'm not expecting you guys to do this, but we also test our herbs to make sure that they're um, not acidic because sometimes fake things are acidic. Um, and since a lot of people are getting more healthier, there's a lot of fraud out there. There's a lot of people trying to mimic um, different things like CMOS. So you want to make sure it's coming from a good source and testing your product as well. Um, the recipe for the elderberry is a half cup of dried elderberries. Um, if they're in the berry form, you want to grind those up into a powder. Um, two cups of spring water, one tablespoon of ginger, and a half cup of agave. So what you want to do is simmer that all together um, um, and then just make a syrup out of it. it you could um, store it in a refrigerator and it lasts forever. Forever, ever. I like adding. Um, <laughs> I like adding <laughs> sea moss in um, my recipes as well because sea moss has a um, great benefit. You can look it up. It has 92 minerals in it. Our body's made of 102, so it takes out the toxins, the mucus, the inflammation, the unneeded fat cells in the body. It's good for the respiratory system, um, and it's also good for inflammation in your joints. Um, it's good for your thyroid as well. So if you have a thyroid issue, you want to um, look into that CMOS. I have a, a lot of people that contact me about the CMOS, and um, they're getting great results from it. Uh, could you repeat what you were just saying in reference to that? Oh, what with the, the properties of um, of CMOS. Irish CMOS? Yeah. Um, Irish CMOS, it has, it's a, um, it's come, come, comes from the ocean. Um, the Jamaicans have been using it for year, for centuries. Um, Trinidadians as well. Yeah. Like island people. Yes. That's why they look so, you could see a Jamaican, you'd be like, dang, they look strong. You know, they look, you know, just glowing. Their skin is just, and they've just been incorporate, incorporating the sea moss in their lives for centuries. So it has 92 minerals in it. Our body's made of 102. When a lot of people go vegetarian, vegan, and um, even pestitarian, um, they think they lack protein, but really the body lacks minerals because our body's made of minerals. So um, the sea moss will get those minerals in your body that you need. It has a um, 92. Our body's made of 102. It also gets rid of um, mucus in the body. Mucus, yes. It's the, that's the main thing that causes um, issues Disease. with us. Um, it's antiviral. It's, uh, it's antimicrobial. So it's just like it contains all natural everything. It's like a it's like a superfood, a yeah, superfood for the body. So, yeah. so, so, how do you prepare it, or take it, or use it, and where can you get it at? Okay, I normally get sea moss online at Amazon, um, and I can share with you the source. Um, there's different kind of websites that you could get it from. 
um, it comes and it looks kind of like um, the nervous system. It's, it's kind of yeah. stringy. Um, LaDonna will pull up a picture so you can see it. So what you want to do, because it has sand in it, you rinse off the sand and then you soak it overnight in some spring water and it expands. So the next day you rinse it some more, you add it into your blender and then you cover it with more spring water and you blend it and you blend it up into like a gel. So then you could put like a spoonful. You can't overdose on it. You can't do too much. You can't do too little. And it's time release. It stays in your body up to 14 days. So I like to do it in the morning like I'm doing coffee. I just put a spoonful in, my, um, in some hot water and I sip it. Some people like to add agave. Some people like to add it to the... Um, I put it in my herbal tea. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, but the way she told me to make it, I also saw it at Whole Foods sometimes, uh, natural food, food packs sometimes, mm-hmm. or the African and the Asian markets because they're they're still Eastern, and so they still eat the way that we're we've forgotten, and so that's mm-hmm. the kind of like why we want to just have a discussion because we want to the Dr. Sebi diet really is strictly about the way we ate 17,000 years ago. Like, that's how old this is. So when you realize that a banana that we eat right now is not how the banana's supposed to look, it's not beautiful and perfect like that. And when you go over to the places where they make the banana, they say, this one is for America. But the ones that's around that banana, that same banana that you see that's perfect and pretty, the ones they have is kind of like little bulby. Mm-hmm. And guess what? She have brought that to um, um, green, green, uh, green bananas. bananas. We don't supposed to be eating potatoes as much as I love potatoes. It's a starch. It's not even good for us. It strips your body of minerals. Any starch strips your body of minerals. Um, and it um, just blocks what your body's supposed to do naturally. Um, so those bananas, we boiled them, mashed them. They taste like mashed potatoes. She can slice them and they taste like potato chips. Go ahead. Okay, so I just walked in and just came in on the end of this, right? <laughs> and so if I want more information from you guys, um, or do you have a book out or do you do a class? Oh, we got a book. Oh, she asked me. How can I get more knowledge that you have? Okay, we um, and do. Be able to work on my health. Um, well, you can listen to our podcast. Actually, that's what we're doing here now. So, um, okay. this is Kyrie, and um, he's the guy that, that hosts this, uh, the podcast. Uh, Detroit Trace is different. different. So, we have a hair business called Hair Goals Three One Three. So, we do natural hair, and from the natural hair journey, we started journeying and eating better. And so, we started to create a community of eating better. And so, the more knowledgeable we got, or the things that we're trying to heal, we we just want to heal our our culture and, and spread the word. But it's it's a lot of help out here. Like everything that we're telling you today, if you listen on the podcast, it's, it's, you can learn it too. We just picked it up and tried it. She was sick. And if you want to share that story about the things you were going through. And so she took a more, because something drastic happened to her. Me, I just went from natural. I was living in Harlem. It was the culture. It was like all these vegan restaurants is around. So I kind of fell into a good situation and it started to make me feel good. But I had such a tight support system in Harlem because everywhere you went you can get it now here it's like it's harder but it's getting a lot better because I live in Midtown now the food is changing but Mm -hmm. so um about four years ago I started getting um stomach issues um 
to the point where I thought it was a heart issue. So I was in and out of the hospital. Um, they were telling me it was gastric reflex. So um, one morning I woke up and I felt like I was having a heart attack, which really was the acid traveling back up into my esophagus. I was doing a lot of apple cider vinegar, which is a no-no, because um, it will strip your whole intestinal tract. So with that being said, um, I was back and forth to the doctor. Um, they gave me some medications that I took for about a week. And um, my boyfriend was like, why don't you do that Dr. Sebi thing that you posted about broccoli not being real years ago? So I was like, mm, I might as well, because I literally felt like I was dying. Actually, I knew I was dying. I felt I had a brain fog for two or three months before I... Um, was able to heal myself. So I started with the food and some of the herbs. Within um, days, I felt good. Within weeks, I felt better. Within months, I healed my whole intestinal tract. And within probably about six months, I felt like um, a new person. I felt like I've never had so much energy. I don't remember having as much energy probably since I was a kid. All right, so, um, so you're looking at my hair now. I know you're talking about health. Right? I love it. Mm -hmm, right. Me too. But So now it's getting cold, uh -huh. um, and I really don't know what to do with it. Mm -hmm. Come and see And I want to keep it natural, mm -hmm. right? So, yeah, so I need to come see you. Yes. You yeah, so this. another thing is um, we also <laughs> we make products, and we also sell a product by this brand called Zeresh.com. She okay. used to have what well, she has, lupus. She was living with lupus, but when you eat a certain way, you don't really have to have it. So right, right. she has a brand of product that we sell for hair, body, and she have things like we use her deodorant. I use her detergent. I mean, like this is an all-black line. So we have a group of people that my cousin, she has socialite um, body, body butters, but it's a whole body line that's all okay. natural. So the things that we have there, I think looking at your hair right now, I think she need to get it wet. She needs the, the rebirth oil. Mm -hmm. She can use the... Um, well, Mar Markeisha specializes in the wash and go. Where the wash and go is, we have to change the name because it's really not a wash and go. It's a defined curl. We don't use a comb. Uh, she co-washes the hair first, then finger detangle it, it's, and then um, rinse your hair, then define your curl with a leave-in conditioner, and then has a coating for it, like a little hold that's like aloe vera gel. Right. Um, and so those are things that you can, it's like a two-week hairstyle. Some of the clients that get tired of that, like, okay, I keep coming every two weeks. Sometimes they say, well, can I come to you and get a two-strand twist ex extension. I am a natural hair care stylist, but I'm mostly a two-strand twist comb coil and guiding you towards locks or just doing a two-strand twist. Um, I'm supposed to be learning more about doing the wash and go through Markeisha and through me. You know, she's already starting to lock hair as well. But her key area starting and how I met her was doing the, the wash and goes. Um, and that's just defining the natural hair hair. Uh, Pattern. So the reason our, our business, even though we say we're natural hair, it's just that we don't we we mean natural hair like not nothing done to it growing out the scalp. So we have people come to us and be like, oh, I'm natural, but you had your hair flat iron. That's not, you you altered it. So sometimes some people come back from that. So I don't really straddle the fence with women like that. Like for me, you have to be from the growth out like so you right. can have so I can help you transition because I transitioned that way when I was in Harlem I did the two no I did I keep repeating this all the time but this was um 
The girl, the lady from Living Single, I liked Maxine's hair. And Maxine, I went to the place that did her hair, the Red Creative Salon, and it was yarn braids, and I thought it was locked. So that was a good transition in style for me because it matched my kinky hair. The yarn kind of looked one, and it was easier, so I ended up growing my hair out that way. All right, well, I'm going to come check you guys, you ladies okay. out. Okay, we also have the sea moss there, too. Yeah, yeah the sea moss we're making. Oh, Oh, that's going to help you. Yeah, that's going to help you. Yeah, and you know what? Dang, I hit you right on the nose, huh? You know, with the acid reflux, that's how um, disease and everything starts. It starts in your immune system, which is your stomach. So your body's um, actually, it's, it's, it's tired of fighting. You know, right. so that's how you get the your your foods not digesting because you're not putting the right food in the body to do what it's supposed to do because food is supposed to heal and make your um, regenerate your cells and make your organs perform like they're supposed to. But we're not eating like that. We're eating for selfish reasons. We're eating to um, we're eating our addicted uh, um, a diabetes uh, auntie. Yeah. My grandmama's <laughs> the slave auntie. slave food. Yeah, so we like oh this diabetes running our families. No grandma's chitlins and then wait. They eating family. that that runs in the family, uh-huh. so we just here to share. That's sorry. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> All right. So your hours are um, Monday. Okay. My hours are Tuesday through Saturday, ten to six. Hers is Monday through Saturday, nine to six. Okay, I'll be there tomorrow. Thank you. You're welcome. Yeah, I'll be there. I'll be there actually tomorrow. At... That's Monday, right? Yeah, I'll be there at ten tomorrow. Okay, I'll come. Okay. Okay. <laughs> You're Thank welcome. You. Okay, well, um, we guess we're going to wrap up. Um, mm-hmm. What are we discussing next week, guys? Next week is going to be about health, hair, love, and peace. <laughs> <laughs> See you next time, guys. See you next time, guys. Bye. Wait, thank, thank all the people for subscribing. Oh, yes. Thanks, everybody, for subscribing. Thanks everybody. Thank you, y'all. I mean, thanks for subscribing all over the world and listen. You know, spread the word and hey, again, hit us up on um, Facebook, Instagram if you got any questions for us or anything. This is a whole community we all want to share. We are trying to get healthy together. We want to love our culture. Need to come back. Let's do this. Yes, do it. (laughs) Tune in next week, Sunday, two p.m. All right, bye bye. Yep. My Natural Hair is a live experience where you can come out and witness the show, meet the host, and have your questions answered. Every Sunday at 2 p.m. at Detroit SIP, located between University of Detroit Mercy and Mary Grove College at 7420 West McNichols, Detroit, Michigan. Join My Natural Hair every Sunday at 2 p.m. to experience the culture and the movement. Hair Goals 313 Salon is where you need to go to get the love, care and attention needed to grow and fashion your natural hair. Call 313-320-7890.